1: Good afternoon, Podcast Detroit. This is Liz Reed, your resident guru, here with my girl Julie. Hey there. Hey, I missed you last. How are you? Oh, good. Gosh, I feel like I've
0: been away for years. L- uh, yeah, like a
1: long time. <laughs> I don't know why. I know, I know. <laughs> Quit it, quit it. Knock it off. Okay, no more fine. fun for you. Fine. Do you hear me? Hey, I was working too, by uh, the way. Oh, well, that's good. I'm glad. You're this always working true. on your stuff with your graphic arts. This woman is an excellent graphic artist. We need to keep remembering oh, that. thank you. Hi, Jessica. How are you today, love? I'm glad you're here. Jessica, our good, engineer. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Um, good to see you. Good to see both of you ladies. Hey, did you know that yesterday, September 12th, was National Encouragement Day? I did not know that. Yes, I just found that on my calendar, this new <laughs> okay. calendar. I was like, that's a great thing. And I saw you yesterday and I didn't encourage oh, you. Okay. Or maybe I did encourage you. I did tell you I was proud of you and all the work you were doing Aww. on your. Well, you um, always encourage me. Well, so. you know, you do an incredible graphic artist, the t shirts that you do, and um, oh, your designs you. are just. Really oh, awesome. Well, thank you. Yes. And since you've been. i <laughs> glad really, I came home. Man. Absolutely. And since you've been busting your butt on that, yeah. good things are coming your way, right? While oh, you're up north, was, good things came your way. It was very encouraging. Oh, I'm so yeah. glad to hear about that. What is
0: your website again? It is um, lakeologyapparel.com. Perfect.
1: Yeah. And, um, I, I think have about m- that for a minute. I was like, <laughs> what? what? Is What's my website, well, man? I have a few of your, t- of your shirts, a lot of your shirts, which revolve around lakes, but I don't have those. I have yoga shirts from right. you that I absolutely love. We were just talking about those. I need more in every color. Yes, ma'am. They're perfect for work. Okay. They're perfect for work when I just roll in there and I can do whatever <laughs> I want, right? Yeah. Because <laughs> I own the place. Yeah. Absolutely. Today is Friday the 13th, oh. and I am so totally stoked about that. I was born on Friday the 13th of October, no less. So there's a little witchy poo in me. Okay, Mm -hmm. right. It's
0: my mother's birthday. And I would say happy birthday, but I know she won't be listening to the (laughs) podcast. Because mental illness does not exist. (laughs) What is your mother's name? Love you, mom mom dearly. What's my mother's name? Is Lorraine.
1: Hi, Lorraine. Happy birthday! If you ever do listen to this, (laughs) we were thinking of you on Friday the thirteenth. Yes, Uh, Friday thirteenth is a good day for me. I mean, I've always really thought it was cool. Mm -hmm. Didn't like the movies, but I like the day. Well, yeah. They weren't a favorite of mine. I love horror flicks. Oh, you do! Oh, I love them. Oh my gosh! My husband and I love them. I'm one of those weird people. Can watch like a totally scary to death movie before I go to sleep at night. (laughs)
0: I I love it. I can't even see a promo for one. Really?
1: Liz. Come on. Oh my gosh. I love them. You know, what there, it's associated uh. with really good memories for me. So I love watching horror films. <laughs> Sorry. Maybe that's from being tortured by three older brothers my <laughs> whole life. You know what Maybe. I mean? As a child. It, and we'll talk about that today. How that trauma yeah, can affect right? your life for yeah. sure. Oh um, today we're talking about letting go of the past, which is going to include trauma or just general life events or bad mm-hmm. mistakes we made, so on and so forth. Um, but it's um, a very relevant issue. A lot of people have a hard time letting go of the past. So right. we're going to really delve into that. And then at the end, um, I'm going to give you some exact strategies on how to do that. We're going to do like some broad brush stuff and then kind of dig around in there. And then we'll do the final techniques that are super helpful for a lot of people. Yeah. But first, what do I need to do, Julie?
0: You need to do your disclaimer. Thank you
1: for reminding me. The information in the podcast is for educational purposes only and is not meant to replace tr- treatment. Or diagnosis by a qualified mental health professional. There we go. Okay, which is me, but I'm kind of <laughs> off duty. So okay, that's so, a good way to look at it. hootie, I also before we get into all that, I wanted to make mention. I saw the best quote, and I'm having my niece um, put this together for me on a plaque, Ooh. write it out, so I can have it in my okay. office all the time. I normally don't like. Uh, you know, want stuff like this around, usually it's like, yeah, that's really nice. You know, be nice to others. Others will be nice to you. You know, that (laughs) kind of thing. But this I really liked. So you kind of kind of think, oh, I showed you this last night. So think about this a little bit. If you quit now, you'll end up right back where you began. And when you first began, you were desperate to be right where you are now. Keep going. Do we all get that? That's a good one, isn't it? So meaning
0: you didn't realize how far you You've gone. Yeah. yeah. And you forget how bad it was. Right. So like it, if I'm having a bad day, you would say to me, Julie, for God's yes. sake, woman. <laughs> yeah. Do you know where you were? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not good. It wasn't a good right? place. Right? And yeah. you be like, look where you're, you're, you're vertical. I mean, yes. you know, that's... Yep. <laughs> You're upright. Right? I'm upright. That's always a good good
1: thing. (laughs) It's a good thing. But I really like that. That stood out for me. I actually posted that on Instagram because I thought that was really relevant to. That's a deep one. uh, Yeah, it was. And it's relevant to everything that we're talking about. I think it's a good thing. Mm -hmm. All right. So, Jules. How do we purge the past? You and I have some overlying information, both of us, what right. we were and, talking about. So we'll just kind of, you know, muddle through, do what good we do. Lord, okay. I have a stack of notes here. Holy moly. Oh my gosh, because it's a big problem. That's well, why.
0: It you know, and this seems like an obvious statement. I mean, the past affects if you don't if you don't process it. Exactly. It affects everything in your present. Absolutely. Okay. So, um, actually, you know me and my little parables and stories. Yes, do tell. So, I do have one here, mm-hmm. and it's called the monkey trap. And I don't know if this thing actually exists or not, if it's strictly just a story. But Okay. Um, so, you know, uh, monkeys can be little pests in some areas, you know, and they... People do trap them, mm-hmm. you know. Either relocate them, whatever. Let's think positive here. Yes. <clears throat> so um, there's a trap that's hollowed out, either from a coconut or, or, or a container mm-hmm. that has a hole in it, so it's just large enough for the monkey to slide its hand in.
1: Okay, you can upset me, or is no, this no, no. Be okay? This is good. Okay, we're,
0: we're good. Like I said, they're just relocating okay. the monkey. Uh, okay, you know. So oh, we'll yeah. stop. St- no, we're good. Okay. <clears throat> no, it's not like this. You know, jaw monkey of, yeah. torture. <laughs> right. Okay. So just let's let's just roll here. Okay. <laughs> so a treat is put into this, you know, container. Mm-hmm. So a banana, whatever. Yeah. So what the monkey does is it slides its hand into the container, and mm-hmm. the hole is not big enough for it to get its hand out when it's making a fist or holding the treat. Okay. Okay, so these people, you know, come toward toward the monkey to capture it, and the monkey will not run away. Okay. The monkey will still grasp the treat. Okay. So what is keeping the monkey there is his own action. He is not actually trapped. Very good. Because like he could that. actually, if you let go of the treat, yeah. you know... Uh, he could slide his hand back out. Sure. So just saying that a lot of times we don't realize, but our own actions are keeping us stuck. I
1: like that. I think that's good. And he's a greedy little monkey. (laughs) Or a very hungry little monkey. But no, I actually do understand that. Yeah. yeah. We fight against it. We get in our own way. I say that a lot to people. Yeah. I
0: think that's true. Because
1: we don't want to let go of the past. Why don't we want to let go of the past? Because it's fear-based, usually. Letting The past is a fear or something Mm -hmm. fearful that happened to us that we don't want to let go of, even though you would think that would be something that we would want to do immediately. But it's part of who we are. And usually, not always, but a lot of what is ingrained in our past comes from our childhood. Sure. Not to sound Freudian, yeah. but I have to because it's very it, it it's very relevant to what we're speaking about right now. So one of the things that both you and I read and we're talking about, and I've experienced with my own patients, which I always, you know, interject mm-hmm. into our conversations, right. is you need to make a clear decision to let it go.
0: Correct. Mm-hmm. So intention is really the beginning to anything mm-hmm. you pursue. Absolutely. So it is the starting point.
1: Yeah. So when we say we're going to let it go, you need to know that letting go of it will enhance your life. Or how will it enhance your life? Right. So a lot of people are, 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 are you know, saying, um, I'm going to make a decision to let it go. Okay, I'll make it. Uh, what does that exactly mean? Remember, we were talking about this in the car. What does that mean? Well, let go. Uh, okay, right. so I'll just let go. Just drop it. It's like, like somebody minute. telling me to quit being anxious. Right,
0: right. Well, the way I look at it mm-hmm. is that, you're willing to process it and look Mm -hmm. at it and work through it, through it, no matter how painful it is. Mm -hmm. And then hope with the hopes that some, at some point there's a tipping point and that you do feel like it's been processed enough and there's been enough healing to release it. Mm -hmm. So I think through all the reading I've done, the key is you're not forcing it. And hopefully that, you know, you'll, You'll be aware enough to know when there's that point where you or you'll just feel it you'll feel lighter mm-hmm. you know but it it you have to be really 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 honest and look at it <laughs> and process
1: it absolutely and go so, through the sure. So if you know, you're going to let it go, right. then we need to make a decision to let it go. Just right. Decision. And, yep. and it needs to be, it shouldn't be so flippant as just let it go. It needs well, to be right. like, That's okay, I am making phrase, a, yes, ex, right? absolutely. I mean, I'm going to make a conscious decision that I'm going to let this shit go because it is affecting my life in day in and day out. Mm-hmm. And I can't tell you how many patients I see on a daily basis that tell me about, you know, my mom, I, I forgave her. You know, all the things that went on with my mom, my dad, you know, as a child, you know, I forgave them all that. That's not what's going on right now. I'm like, okay. Oh yeah. Okay. okay. All right. That's fine. You know, they they're jumped down my throat about that immediately. Right. So don't start oh, bringing that. Yeah. yeah. Quit bringing that up. Don't. Okay. Don't even bring it up. Don't even try. And I'm like, I haven't even said anything. <laughs> <laughs> I just met you. Right? You know, and that's then, a clear indicator. Clear huh? indicator that that's a touchy subject right there. So then, but it always comes up mm-hmm. later. It always comes up later. So if we make a conscious decision to let it go, then um, we're saying, okay, I'm committed to the work that it's going to mm-hmm. take. Right. right? Right. And it's going to take work. And it's going to take time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Another broad brush one is express your pain in detail. What does that look like to you? Well,
0: you bring it to light. Mm-hmm. You know, secrecy is something that just keeps the wound, pour, you know, pouring salt into the wound. It, it sure it just, does. Uh, even though you think it's the opposite, even though you think the secrecy is keeping it hidden and, and you know, it's it's keeping it tucked away it's actually I think making it worse because you were saying in therapy that when patients you know talk about things in detail and and Mm -hmm. open up about their secrets it like sheds light on it and it kind of takes its power away Mm -hmm. I think yeah but then I always look at it too from another point like okay let's you know talk about our secrets but let's (laughs) get to the point where Hopefully, we don't keep reliving the story. Reliving the story. Reliving like we're Mm -hmm. so ingrained in our in our habit of thinking that at some point, maybe we need to say, "Hey, you know, I'm ruminating, and I want to talk about that a little bit more Mm -hmm. later." Mm -hmm. So, you know what I'm seeing? I always feel like there's like a fine balance between talk, 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 and then you know, at some point, like, "Oh my God, I'm obsessing." So, I mean, you probably have a feeling with your patients, like. Do you get a feeling where you think, okay, maybe they need to like start thinking of stop – focusing on Sure, this.
1: absolutely. So and then if, do you suggest it that? It doesn't define kind of, them. Right. It doesn't define them. A one a moment out of your life or a bad childhood does not define the rest of the 60 years you have to live or the next 20 years that you have to live. Don't let that specific event or those events define who you are for the rest of your life. Right. Which is definitely a problem for a lot of people. And it's not about sitting in that and reliving it. It's about like reliving it for reals once. Yeah. You know, um, understanding it. Um and, and as I've always said to you and I've said to I've say to all my patients that and I've had people like threaten me, say, <laughs> you know, you're not gonna say anything, right? Oh, you're not I'm yeah. like, Wow, okay, you don't have to say anything mm-hmm. at all to me. You know, mm-hmm. you just you know Tell me what you feel like telling me, but we cannot put the healthy pink stuff in here until we purge the black, yeah. black stuff that's in yeah. there and look oh, under it, funny. under a 150 watt bulb and pick through it. Just the two of us, yeah. you know, what is, it? what's all that ugly mm-hmm. stuff in there? Because mm-hmm. when you have that black stuff in there and you keep adding the pink, or you're trying to add pink to it, healthy, yeah. the healthy things, right. they, they just bounce off. They bounce off. They <laughs> last for a while you know, and then they go.
0: That reminds me of, well, actually I've done meditations or breathing techniques where i i picture breathing out you know black mm-hmm. and you know what it reminds me of the movie green mile yeah oh you god that's such a great movie. where i, I know Stephen I'm, King, a lot of man. you have seen this i can imagine mm-hmm. but where john coffee um he takes people's pain and illnesses away mm-hmm. and brings them into his own body and then at the end he exhales this black just cloud yeah. and it dissipates yeah. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because he can't hold on to it all. He's passed. God bless his soul. Oh, my gosh. I loved I him. I know. I know. Heart, heart attack. Yeah.
1: Big dude. Yeah. Really big dude, probably. Oh, I know. I don't know much about it, but... You Brilliant know, uh, movie. Oh. What's Stephen King? Brilliant. That was a that was a short story out of yeah. a book of short right. stories that he had, right. and I read all of them. Mm-hmm. And It was fabulous. That in Shawshank Redemption oh, was in there as you well. you know what? Those mm-hmm.
0: are... Two of my favorite movies. Yeah. And I'm like a very like flowery, you know, I like warm and fuzzy. Well, come on, you know. <laughs> you know, my husband teases me. Know, I like just warm and fuzzy. You want everything to be happy, Pollyanna, but but I really those those are amazing movies. They they're are, just so well written. They're very even though they're dark. Oh, no, but yeah. they're hopeful at the same time, though. Anyway, absolutely. Our podcast he's, isn't about that. But. No,
1: he's done <laughs> but, a lot of great. Stephen King is a genius. Yeah, granted, he was high through half of it. Oh, but well, now he I didn't is know about that. Oh so, yeah, cocaine okay. and alcohol. Oh yeah, well, yeah, he was a. <laughs> but it he worked wrote some wild stuff high as a witch doctor. But wow. he, he's also okay. written some great stuff since then. But he's phenomenal. Fan- I love Stephen King. I've read most of his stuff. All right. Um, so, so another great thing. That we need to do. so, And we'll get more into the detail thing, describing detail either with Mm -hmm. your therapist or with yourself or on pen to paper. Pen to paper is very cathartic, writing out your detail of your pain. I think a lot of times we've talked about this in the past that we feel like we might implode, we're Mm going to lose our mind, Mm -hmm. we're going to absolutely flip if we do talk about the pain that we've had. Um, The other thing is stop being a victim and stop blaming others. That's tough. That is a very tough one. I think Take, I told you about that for yeah. me. I was, I was okay. quite a victim when I got sober and okay. um, when I started to seek treatment. And um, when I was told I was a victim by my therapist, I wanted to punch him. <laughs> but he was right Yeah. after I thought about it mm-hmm. for a while. And I thought, oh, yeah. you know what? I, I, I'm actually kind of sitting and living in this.
0: Yeah.
1: And there were a lot of bad things going on, but Mm -hmm. you can't sit in it. You can do something about it, but you can't do anything about it if you're just sitting in it. Right. I was stuck Mm -hmm. in mud. Yeah. Up to my neck. Mm -hmm. I can relate Mm -hmm. to that. Like quicksand. (laughs) Right. It takes you.
0: Oh, right. Definitely. Yeah.
1: And you just don't know how to get out, but complain. Or wine, or cry, or have another drink, or whatever it yeah, may be. Yeah,
0: and I think that is an okay part of the process. It is. You do. You do for a while. You know, for, well, that's it. For a while. Well, same with me, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, well, here was my uh, turning moment, I guess. Like, so I thought, well, I'll just go to U of M, the hospital, because I was so horribly depressed. Yeah. You may have know from previous podcasts. And
1: U of M is the all knowing eyes. And
0: yes, U of M will know what to do. And a week later, I was released, Yeah, and I didn't feel better, mm-hmm. and that was horrible, and that made me feel even worse for a while, but then all of a sudden, it was like, oh, okay, I have to figure this out. Yeah. Hmm. Nobody else can do this for me. Nope. Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be nice. <laughs> I, I mean, honestly, I really, truly thought that they, they would fix me.
1: Of course, of I really course. Did. And um, doing the work is uh, takes a while to be able to get into it and understand the work that you're doing. Mm-hmm. So when you make these make these uh, broad statements to people like we need to do the work, they're like, what? what like what work does that you know, yeah, I was raped, yeah, I or, you know, whatever it may be. Yeah, I had this problem or I was, you know, sexually molested or, you know, I've suffered with depression mm-hmm. or whatever it may be. But, no, it's the work of behind about what happened in the emotions and thoughts and feelings that you had during right. that time. That's the detail.
0: And also I think, um, I love this term for some reason, but reframing it. Yeah. Um, you know, when, once you have some distance and perspective – Mm-hmm. To even say about, you know, you may never get to this point, but to say about someone who's hurt you, you know, what they were just doing the only thing they knew how to do, yeah, you know, or or they were, and this is this might irritate some people, but you know, they were. Some people are just doing the best they can with their their yeah the way, their mental health uh-huh. is and the way they were raised and their resources, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so, you know, I don't know if that helps. Well, but yeah. Sometimes but- to kind of reframe, like. Sure. You know
1: and a lot of this trauma comes from our peers our adults uh, the people we looked right. up to um, if you were young that's where it came yeah. from somebody you trusted mm-hmm. um, you know but we don't know where they came from which I always try to encourage my patients to look well, at too right, were right. they sexually abused were they beaten yeah um, I had a patient who came in the other day that was saying you know uh, my father beat us all the time blah 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 went mm. into all of that it was a horrible alcoholic oh. so on and so forth and his statement and what I explained to her is his reality was it wasn't as bad as what he went through so he would tell his kids you think you have it bad i had it way worse you know and but it's subjective to the child the person whoever's living the nightmare so you know it's usually something that's learned or hand down or somebody who hasn't processed Mm -hmm. that trauma from their childhood at that point and it's carried on into their adult life now they're doing it to their kids yeah but you know there's all different kinds of trauma divorce Women going through a divorce. Oh, sure. A huge oh, my. life change. Yeah. Gee, women, mm-hmm. you know, or men, you know, take their lives, have nervous breakdowns. There's horrible mm-hmm. things that happen from that. It doesn't all have to be, you know, oh, what sure. I'm mentioning. Right. You know, I mean, right. yeah. there's so many different things. But one of the other things, so one of the other things is forgiveness. Yes,
0: I was just going to say, you know what? This sounds like we need to head towards uh, forgiveness. forgiveness. Right. Absolutely. So, so I want to do a definition of forgiveness because I that for me. I, I almost think it's, Not the right word to use, because it's kind of misunderstood, but I mean, it it is used a lot. Yeah, Um, And I'll also talk about what it isn't. So the definition is, it's a conscious, deliberate decision to release, I like that word, release Release. feelings of resentment, revenge, um, regardless of whether there's an apology from the other person. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So it's not ignoring that you've been hurt, mm-hmm. um, making the other person's behavior okay. You're mm-hmm. not saying it's okay. Mm-hmm. You're not saying, oh, hey, I'm back to the person I was before this event. You know, it's, it's none of that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And, um, you know, me and my metaphors and all that. Yes. <laughs> so I think it's like, um, so if you have this person and they're in your own, they're in your jail Right. Yeah. So you're the warden or you're the, the guard of this person. And it takes constant monitoring. And it's like, you mm-hmm. know, what? you're in jail right with them.
1: Absolutely. I think.
0: Yeah. And, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not saying it's easy. But again, it, it starts with a decision. Yeah. Okay, it's not probably won't happen overnight, but mm-hmm. it's kind of just, you know, I'm going to head in this direction mm-hmm. where I'm going to try to start releasing this person, mm-hmm. you know. Mm hmm.
1: Um, also in forgiveness, um, let me add to that, uh, is letting go and not identifying as your tragedy or your trauma. mm
0: -hmm. Okay.
1: So we start to identify, you know, that this is part of who we are. Mm -hmm. And with that comes guilt and shame and the inability to talk about it. You know, we feel very awkward and, um, so, and it becomes a part of who we think we are. Mm -hmm. when that is a distorted view. Right, right. And our thinking gets distorted from there. Mm -hmm. You know, in a lot of ways, we feel responsible and get comfortable living in our trauma. I know that so many people would like to jump through the microphone and choke me out right now, but that's exactly what it is. We identify with our pain. It becomes a part of us, Mm -hmm. and it's a daily way we respond and interact with other people. Sure. Is according to the past pain that we've had.
0: Yeah, that makes sense mm-hmm. actually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. yeah, so being angry at someone, here's another quote. Yeah. Is um like drinking poison and expecting the other person to die. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So I guess what I'm saying is when you hold so much anger and you want actively want revenge, it, it really is hurting you. Yes. Okay. And then forgiveness is Honestly, really has nothing to do with the other person. It's more in your own internal thing. Mm-hmm. It's not dependent on an, apolo- an apology. It doesn't mean you have to reach out to the person or, mm-hmm. you know, that sort of thing. It's It's really just making peace within yourself.
1: Absolutely, and not allowing that to define who you are forever. Yes, right, right. And that's what typically happens. But people say, but I just can't, but I just can't. And that's where the exercise at the end is going to come in and help. Because this is something that you have to do on a regular basis that helps you to feel better about what happened to you or what you've been through, right? right? Everybody has some certain amount of responsibility to how they react, how they take in their information. Um, Nobody... Obviously, somebody who's attacked by somebody, you know, that's an entirely different story. But if it was a marriage or something, perhaps there was something that you overlooked, mm-hmm. that you didn't, it was somebody you weren't matched to be with. This is where it's called taking responsibility. right? You know, um, if you're attacked or, or raped or something like that, things that you have absolutely no control over, and you don't know how to articulate your feelings as a child, then you're going to carry that along mm-hmm. with you for the rest of your life. And a lot of times the parents or the people that are there to help, don't know how to help the child. They just want them to forget about it. Right. Oh, gosh, yeah. Yeah, and a lot of parents think that they will. Right. You're young. You won't remember. You're it's resilient. Not, you're resilient. No, they're not.
0: Well, that's what they're I was the reading. They're the least resilient in their you know lives at that age. That's what I was reading because I always hear that kids are resilient. Yeah, they're not. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> they, so, they
1: really aren't.
0: Um, before we really get into trauma, though, i um, yeah. Let's see, I, I wanted to talk about just regret, not so much, you know, mm-hmm. tra- traumatic events, but just like regret or um, regretting mistakes and, and being, you know, stuck in the past that way, mm-hmm. you know, um, and I was thinking about one of my own experiences, you know, that was god-awful painful and my life was turned upside down, you know, as you know, was mm-hmm. was my depression and mm-hmm. You know, here I am, I don't even know how long, a year, feel, you know, for the most part, feeling better. And honestly, I don't regret it. Yeah. And I mean, I think my family would be kind of shocked by that mm-hmm. because it was hell. Mm-hmm. I did not want to be here. Yeah. I was angry that people didn't understand that. I mm-hmm. thought they should be on board with my thinking. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, I'm not doing this. What's the problem here? Yeah. You know that's how that's how <laughs> distorted things were. Yeah. Um. But you know, I feel like you know things fell apart, but then you pick up the pieces that fit, mm-hmm. and you leave the pieces that didn't fit. You mm-hmm. know, when you put yourself back together again, and then I think about how we were talking about this. You know, mm-hmm. how I can truly help other people because I've been through this. Apps
1: giving back. You know, and it's very healing.
0: Yeah. So I really. My life is totally different. I stand up for myself. I'm more honest. I'm clear Mm -hmm. about, you know, what I need with my relationships. I have um, weeded out some toxic friends, Mm -hmm. you know, things like Mm -hmm. that. So, Mm -hmm. you know, I know it sounds cliche, but it it is important to look at the lessons.
1: It is. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, really, how uh, are
0: we supposed to learn other than to... to say, you know what, this did not work. Oh, sure. and, and also, I don't. For a long time, I'm just. I just want to be normal again. I want to just be like how I was. I want to go back to my old life. Yeah. Well, I was on autopilot,
1: just floating <laughs> through my life. Exactly. Great point. You know, that is an excellent point.
0: And um, I finally made the transition. Like, oh my god, I'm not going back there. And you know what? Geez. <laughs> I don't want to. No you I've don't. Created, Obviously I something create, was wrong. Right. I have created a new life and I and I love this. So, you know, it was like this basketball that's being a beach ball that's being pushed underwater yeah. mm-hmm. and the more you push and push and push, the higher it's going to come back up out of the water. So mm-hmm. that would I look at the whole experience like that. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So, um even though I was in the hospital twice, mm-hmm. um I know I traumatized my family, and I'm sorry, but...
1: You know, something was wrong. Something was terribly wrong. Something was obviously wrong. It's some, yeah. not something you chose. If everything was so damn hunky dory and right. perfect, and this, nothing like this would have ever happened. And that's not blaming anyone, just something was awry in your life at mm-hmm. that time. And this is what I have always told my addicted patients and their families I just want, you know, little Jackie, Johnny, or Julie back the way they were, blah, 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 <laughs> blah. And it's like, uh, honey, they're not coming back the right. way they were. So, Never. And you don't want them like they were were because now they're a better person. They're a different person. Obviously, something was going wrong then. So we don't want to repeat that behavior. Then we're right back where we started. Mm -hmm. So I can actually see how you would say this. It it makes sense. Right. And I'm glad that you have that epiphany that, that, that this has been a learning experience for you, that a lot has changed. Right. But
0: It's only since I've had some distance and perspective. It does not happen overnight. No, it does not. Oh,
1: I'm so glad this happened. But Julie, you work (laughs) at it, and you are on this podcast with me too, so you do think about your mental health on a regular basis instead of saying, this is all over. It's all good. Okay, that was in the past. Okay, well, yes, like, you know, my... Some people, Some people you love dearly. Yes, we're just not gonna talk we're about gonna it. Sweep it under the rug. <laughs> yes, that's a very um um thick rug at this point.
0: <laughs> yeah, gonna... What's what's this big mound under this rug? What, what is, is this?
1: That? We're gonna need a shop vac for that baby. <laughs> Oh my God, that's great. It's so true, you know? I mean, it's just so true. And, (laughs) you know, that's great. Those words, if they are spoken, the whole family's going to be taken down, you know? Right. So, well,
0: that's what got me into the whole.
1: Yeah. Problem in the beginning. In the first place. Right. right. Yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah. And, and that's it. Our secrets keep us sick. That's yeah, a whole other thing that right, we talk about right. all the time. You know, with trauma, um, if it's not processed correctly, so, so a lot of people are like, what is trauma? What, how, what do you mean process? What the hell does process mean? Right. Process means crying, talking, um, talking to other people mm-hmm. about it, writing it down. You know, it's not socially acceptable to cry or show your emotions. So, and that's something that we were talking about also, women Mm -hmm. who have been, or men or women or bad things that have happened to people when they're asked what happened, they're unable to speak, literally, correct? Correct. Mm -hmm. Because
0: when, and I don't know the details, um, Mm -hmm. but when people go through trauma, there's less activity in the language part of their brain and they've shown that on scans. So when women or whomever, you know, Mm -hmm. often are raped and then they go to the, end up in the police office, um... You know they they're unable to tell what happened, and, Yes, and that, that sometimes they're not believed, and mm-hmm. so, yes, it it temporarily shuts down the language and it also temporarily shuts down the logical part of the brain, yeah, okay, so um so basically, what we were talking about earlier was that trauma is stored in the primitive part of the brain. So primitive meaning Mm -hmm. that doesn't respond to logic. Like, Mm -hmm. you know what, this happened 25 years ago, Mm -hmm. you need to move on. No, that is not going to work.
1: Freud refers to it as id. It's the id part of the brain, the primal part of the brain. So Mm -hmm. it's
0: um, brainstem and limbic system. So Mm -hmm. brainstem is, and I never really heard these terms so much was reptilian and limbic system is mammalian uh part of the brain which is Mm -hmm. interesting Mm -hmm. um so but what actually brain scans have shown that trauma they the person actually is re-experiencing the trauma like you know even 25 years later like their body is re-experiencing the actual Mm -hmm. event sometimes they have flashbacks so um, I think in this case, like with trauma, true deep trauma, you can't say just get over it. Okay. So <laughs> no. It's so stored in the body and the brain. Right. Stored in the body and the brain. So mm-hmm. this is something talk therapy helps, yes. Yes. But also it it doesn't respond a whole lot to like the logical working through it mm-hmm. and all that. So mm-hmm. um more uh techniques with the body work, mm-hmm. somatic, um, Exercises help, and we'll get mm-hmm. we can get into that a little bit more mm-hmm. too.
1: Well, you and I were talking about that when you're so disassociated from your body mm-hmm. and your brain, when you are in a disassociated state from severe trauma mm-hmm. yoga, is something that is excellent for you in order to bring you back down to planet Earth. So the touching of your hands to the ground, interaction Mm -hmm. of your hands, your mind, your body, your flexing of the muscles and the release of breath, which brings in the brain and the body and literally physical touch Mm -hmm. helps with disassociative thinking. So right. th- once again, you and I, uh, we're always preaching to everybody: you got to exercise. Well, this is a, a wonderful thing to do for that. Yeah, uh, meditation right. goes along with that because that it brings the brain and body together. Also through breathing, mm-hmm. concentration, letting yourself go, flexing and releasing your muscles, staying in a quiet position, and focusing your mind on something different than your rumination. Right. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and. and- there's another thing to yoga that I didn't realize or I just didn't cross my mind. So a lot of traumatized people lose sense of time, like yeah. li- like literally feeling like they're 25 years back in the yep. past. Yep. And this is interesting. Um, so when you do yoga, it's the very compartmentalized movements.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, it's not like dancing. I mean, dancing is very helpful, too. But, sure. But it helps people um, who have kind of lost that sense of time. Uh, to gain that back again by saying, you know, five, bre- you know, five more breaths, yeah. and we're going to move from this pose to this next pose. They uh-huh. say it actually helps retrain their brain mm-hmm. by saying, okay, I am starting this thing, you know, this pose. Yes. I'm going to hold it, and then mm-hmm. it's going to end. I'm going to breathe gonna four gonna, times, and then I'm going to move mm-hmm. on, and it. it I I
1: never really thought of that aspect, that it really does help that a lot. It is a deep connection between the brain and the body, which is a wonderful thing. Right, right. So Mm -hmm. um, I I can't, well, you know, that's why I have this tattoo. I mean, yoga and meditation changed my life. That's why I have the OM symbol and the meditation, the lotus flower, and my Hindu art on my arm that I got at 57, 56 years old, is because it changed my life. I mean, it Mm -hmm. just was so helpful for me. You know, another thing about trauma, Julie, is that, it says nothing about us personally, this negative event, but yet we internalize it yeah. as a personal issue that we should have been able to control, fix, or get away from at some point. Now, think about that in the perspective of a child, Oh, oh as a small child whose thoughts and feelings are a 100 times more... Um, empowered mm. more impactful mm-hmm. than ours are as an adult because we've been we've had the bumps and the right. bruises, right. right? And we're right. like, oh that doesn't mean much. Mm. You know, but a kid is everything is brand new. Oh, boy. They're looking at the world brand new. Mm. Oh. And when these things hit them, they're hit with a sucker punch with a baseball bat mm-hmm. and they don't know how to process it. And you're told don't cry, especially boys, you know. Right. Some people will say to their sons, boys don't cry, you know, um, you know, get up, brush yourself off. You'll be fine. Or that wasn't any big deal. That kind of thing. But the problem is is
0: stored with them. And then what happens is that they look at every situation through that filter of Mm -hmm. trauma. And I was telling you about, there was this one exercise um, they were doing, uh, doctors were doing with uh, traumatized children. Yeah. And um, they were shown some just kind of Gen- well, generic pictures, or or, or well, I'll give you an example. So a picture of a man in a um, uh, garage working on a car. So he's underneath the car. Oh, yeah, I know, saw one that. Of those mm-hmm. What do you call those things? You slide in and out. But anyway. Um, it's the thing that lifts the car. Well, no, not the jack. The, no, not the jack. The trolley thingy that Oh, yeah, slides. the so thing he's, you lay on. He slid it underneath. Rolls. You know, you can tell I'm a, you know, mechanic here. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> so... So there's a man under, partially under a car, and it's yeah. obvious that he's working on it, and there are two children to the side, and they look, to me, this is my perception, that yeah. they're um, handing him tools as he asks for them, and they're helping him out. Mm-hmm. Okay, that is my perception. Okay. sure. And the kids look kind of happy, so my perception is they're helping dad out, work mm-hmm. on the car, and they look like they're having fun because they're young enough, like, oh, it's fun to hand dad tools. So, yeah. however... These traumatized kids were asked about this picture and one said, so one girl in the picture had a hammer and one, one of the um, children said that the girl was going to smash the man's head in with a hammer mm-hmm. and then the other one said the boy's going to um, uh, pull the jack out and, and the car is going to smash this man and that his blood is going to splatter everywhere. Mm-hmm. And what did I say? And you said he, you thought he was already dead. Uh-huh. <laughs> I thought he was already and dead, and then I was
1: like, "What?" <laughs> I hate to laugh, It's but listen to me, this is 58 years, oh, I'll be 58 in October, 57 years later, my trauma immediately goes to, when I looked at that picture, is that car is going to fall on that man if he isn't already dead now, he's going to be in the next minute. Did you really?
0: Well, that's I the mean,
1: first thing gosh. I thought. That's because of my father dying at such a young age. <gasps> I know it is. I mean, it was just, it was clear right. as day when you right. said it to me. I was like, oh yeah, he's going to die. And then I lost so many people in my life to death or suicide, yeah,
0: suicide. that
1: yeah. uh, or death. You know, we had a lot of people in our you know um, grandparents all kind of died right after my dad while I was young. Yeah, like great grandma and my grandma died suddenly. It was all within like three years, and so you know I, it's I, and then a good friend of our family. By the time I was like eight or nine, Thad was killed in a car accident, and then okay. then suicides after that. Mm-hmm. So it's just I go straight to dead. You know, wow. I, and
0: I looked at it and I thought, oh, the kids are helping their dad out. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Pollyanna over here. But, uh-huh. but I mean, what I'm, what I'm
0: saying is that, you know, when people say, oh, just get over it to a child and they don't deeply listen and they don't help exactly. them work through it on a physical level, that these kids will continue
1: to process the world through this Mm -hmm. filter of rage and, Mm -hmm. you know, all these horrible. And that's why Mm -hmm. it is extremely helpful play therapy, because children do not have the ability to articulate Mm -hmm. what has gone on that has upset them. So through play therapy, uh, it's very hard. You know, you're not going to sit a child down with me. You know, know, what's going on, kid? (laughs) You know, tell me your deepest, darkest thoughts. Right. You know, the poor things be like, ah, I don't get it. You know, but a play therapist is trained to like show them dolls, how they work, and how does that make you feel? Mm-hmm. And you know, have these come across as this anger or whatever it may be right. that the child is feeling at the time. You know, um, if we move on to an, adults, some of the things that I wanted to talk about was identifying your emotional habits. What defines you? Are you stuck in a negative emotional loop? Okay. So we've talked about this before. Negative breeds negativity, right? Mm -hmm. This keeps us stuck in the past. Remember, this is about being stuck in the past, stuck in our negative emotional loop that people get in where they can't get out of and they think perpetually that they're going to be there. Right. Do you go straight to negativity? A lot of people do. Mm-hmm. It's just like, you know, we were talking about um, the neural pathways in the brain. Right. And we go ahead. Yeah. What were you going to say? Yeah. So, um, well, ruminating.
0: Yeah. Ruminating. Okay. First of all, you have to have an awareness. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I made the decision to get better, mm-hmm. I started looking at every single YouTube video, everything I could find out about yep. educating yourself, d- uh, d- you know, depression and all that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And one was about just the true science behind mm-hmm. your thoughts. and And I know everyone, oh, catchphrase, positive thinking, mm-hmm. okay. But for me, you know, I was just stuck in this rumination. I'm I'm never going to get better. My life, mm-hmm. I'm broken. Mm-hmm. Like I tr- I was like, I'm broken. I'm broken. I'm broken. I'm never going to get better. I'm broken. Everyone's better without me. Mm-hmm. And then finally, I was like, "Okay, well, I got to climb my way out of this." U of M is not, <laughs> not yeah. going to save me, damn it! Sure. So, um, so I would actually like picture this. So, you know, you've heard the term uh, n- neurons that fire together wire together. So, okay. your thoughts that you think all the time become more embedded in your um, mm-hmm. your what call it brain. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> I can't think of the word. Not chemistry. But... Brain mapping. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. So,
0: um, you know, the more you run a thought through, the stronger the circuit gets or the neural pathway. Is, yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. So what I would picture was literally this groove being made. And I would think to myself, okay, is this thought making this groove even deeper and well-oiled mm-hmm. and, you know, mm-hmm. just keep it going, keep it going? Yeah. Or you know, am I going to make a new thought and a new connection? But what this fascinated me. Okay. So we briefly touched on this. So synaptic pruning. Yes. Okay. So this is so cool. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is why if you stop thinking a thought often, mm-hmm. it truly will the connections will disappear. Okay. And so yep. what happens is that there's these cells that come and clean up the un, the the synaptic connections that are not used very often. Mm-hmm. And what happens is that these Connections get actually marked with a protein. Okay, so saying yes. So when you sleep at night, you know it's this. These cells are going around, and they're like, "Oh, okay. This this synaptic connection. Oh, it's marked with this protein, meaning we need to to prune it out and get mm-hmm. rid of it. We're mm-hmm. going to weed it. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that is how we. Part of how time helps us, right, and how mm-hmm. we heal. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. if you want this thought to just. Grow like if you think of like your brain mm-hmm. like a garden. Mm-hmm. If you want this thought to just keep growing and get oxygenated and watered, then you know what? Just keep thinking it. Absolutely, okay?
1: absolutely. And
0: we're not saying like with yeah. trauma to to brush things no. under. Okay, no. this we're kind of we kind of shifted gears into like, okay, let's say you're just dealing with some feeling stuck. You Mm -hmm. know, things like that, kind Mm -hmm. of negative thinking, negative self image, you Mm -hmm. know, like how, how do you get yourself out of it?
1: Mm Which is a whole nother show.
0: You know, yeah. So, I mean, it's so important to shift gears. It is. So, you know, look, to, first of all, to, to have an awareness. Mm -hmm. So sorry, I'm yapping away here. No, that's okay.
1: No, I want to add that. <laughs> all right. I want to add that. Like I told you about those neural pathways we were talking yeah. about. Look at it like a record player mm. in your head that is like a oh, wax like record player in right. your head. You see the wax, the vinyl, vinyl going vinyl. around in your head. The vinyl's going around in your head. It's got all the neural pathways in it that are dug in mm-hmm. these grooves. Mm-hmm. Well, now we need to melt it down through talk therapy, right. listing how we feel, defining our emotions, purging this bad energy, and then put the needle back on the record player Okay. Yeah. And let it define and reprogram and put new pathways in there that are positive and connected to us. Did Emot- you come up with that? Yeah, I did. Now. I uh, did seriously? actually. Oh, yeah, yeah, I came up with I, it myself. I think that's.
0: I love that. Thank
1: you. Well, I'm glad really? you like no, it. Do. Absolutely. Hopefully, I can sell a million. Yeah, that'd be awesome. <laughs> uh, emotions are like um are like a muscle. Right. Okay. So uh, there's positive positive ones that need to be worked on, and then we need to exit the negatives. Mm-hmm. Right. So, we have to train ourselves to think um, pop more positive and untrain the negative out of the brain. And that is more like you were talking about standing guard in front of your brain and saying, I'm okay, that negative thoughts coming in, that negative trauma, or whatever it might be is coming in that of my past, and just stand guard there and replace it. With a more positive thought, which goes back to the original things that we were talking about, like making a decision to let go, expressing your pain in detail, blah, 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 blah. Daily, you have to man your negative thoughts. Um, As you stand guard over your mind, you need to condition your mind to visualize negative emotions as weeds. Well, there you go. Just like you were saying. Yeah. And replace them with flowers. That's my incense and peppermint thought for the day. (laughs) For sure. Right. Okay. So it's like, I'm going to pluck these out, pluck mm-hmm. these out and put new positive, positive thoughts in right. there. And so it's it actively takes you time. It takes, you have to have the ability to be able to do that. Mm-hmm. It's very important. And so you have to be selective in what you do. Uh, additionally to that, um, and then we're going to get into our last part here, but you can add some stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, surround yourself with like-minded people and People you want to be around or be like. True. Okay. True. And then adi- in addition to that, give back. Yes. Right. Well, that's like, where I am. And at. you don't need money. You yeah, don't need money right. to give back. Mm-hmm. You're giving back right mm-hmm. now. We're actually paying to give back, right. or I'm paying to give right. back, right? Yeah. I don't get paid anything for this podcast. I do this because I want to help mm-hmm. people. Exactly. People to feel better. Right. And so if I can help you to let go of your past, if you can relay through your experiences that you're not alone, mm-hmm. both of us, Then people have a far more positive outlook on that. There's hope. Oh, there's a reason to get up in the morning. Is is everything
0: you know? It's It's all we've got. Yeah.
1: If you don't have hope, what's the first thing that they say when somebody comes in that they're depressed? The first question I'm to ask them are Are you hopeless? Mm. That's one of the first things. Are you you hopeless? Mm -hmm. mm. Did you ask me, or were you like, "Oh, she's hopeless, man"? (laughs) She's, well, that she's, too. she's But no, Worthless and hopeless is one of the, the wow. two things you ask somebody who's depressed because that'll definitely give you a clear indication yeah. if they're on the suicide path. Yes. yes. Absolutely. So anyway, so the exercise okay. to help let go of the past. All and right. you can interject here all you'd like, which would be interesting. <laughs> so the first thing they say is to sit down. And, and so you start with small traumas first. Okay. Any small trauma that you might have. And you were talking about EMDR in the past, which we'll get into if we have if a we second have time, or two. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's similar to this. Mm, okay. It's, it's where you use a light rod and you have, you know, where your eyes tra- travel back and forth because we believe we store trauma in different parts of the mm-hmm. brain. So this releases it from both sides. And if you stimulate both hands or your eyes to go to both sides of the brain, then this helps to release it. So this is similar to that. So you're sitting in a relaxed position and you, Center on all your muscles, concentrate on on all your muscles, and you let them go. Relax them. Deep breathe. Mm-hmm. One, two, three. Let them go. Let them go. Stay relaxed. Counting your breaths. You know, it's deep connection from the mind, the body, through the breath. So you keep breathing mm-hmm. and relaxing and flexing your muscles until you feel calm. You recall the event and the emotions that arise. Do not let the emotions go. We call this percolation, Okay. Because all kinds of percolations of emotions okay. are going to come up, okay? okay? As you relive the trauma. You right. think about this trauma, you start thinking about what happened with <laughs> it, you stay seated where you are, you keep breathing, keep your eyes closed, you breathe deeply, you start scanning your body, and mm. you start asking yourself, how do I feel? How do I feel from that emotion? How's this emotion making me feel? Describe your body, mind, and sensations that you're feeling, right? Okay. Yep. Don't run from it, sit in it. Sit in it. Let it percolate. Mm-hmm. Let it go. But what if it like <laughs> what? is too much? Stay. Just stay. Okay. Nothing is too much. Right. Nothing is too it's much. It's your perception that it's too much. It's your perception much. that okay. it's too much. That's your fear. Mm-hmm. Like I stated at the beginning of the hour. Okay. Letting go of your past is a fear. It's a fearful to let go of your past. It's, it's fear that you're letting go of. Because yeah. your past that you are so dreaded mm-hmm. and don't want to speak of is because it was such a fearful event right. or yeah. shameful Painful. or whatever Painful. pain yes. in any way yeah. shape or form mm-hmm. which all boils down to fear right you need to name it while you're sitting there also as you name each one of these emotions. Right now, you know what? It's, you know, it's just percolated. Think about it like, um, mm-hmm. an old percolator coffee yeah, right, pot, right? right? Oh, yeah. K- kids out there don't know what the hell I'm talking about, <laughs> but there used to be water used to come th- up and bubble. Right. So think of and an espresso make, machine. It would make some cool noises too. <laughs> yeah, really. It smelled good. Uh, an espresso machine, you know, uh, or something. It just yeah. percolates right. through the top and name each one of these emotions. I'm feeling right now anger. I'm feeling anxiety right now. I'm feeling, you know, dread and shame and sit with it and mm-hmm. relive it and okay. sit with it and relive with it. Um, and then you need to own it. You need to accept each emotion. Mm-hmm. OK, I um, felt this way. I feel anger because um, I'm sorry that this happened to me. I'm angry because my past, I think it defines me. Um, I'm emotional. I'm crying. Let yourself cry. Let yourself mm-hmm. feel all of yeah. these things. Anything, you know, let all of this percolation in you come to the surface mm-hmm. that you've been so scared to do. If you feel like punching at the air, if you feel, feel like crying or you feel like yelling, you know, do this alone. Yeah. You know, I right. you know, in, your, in the comfort of your own home. Just let the emotion purge out of you, but sit with it mm-hmm. and don't let it go anywhere. Anywhere. It's great to do this with a therapist. Well, I was
0: going to say some people may need, yeah, yeah,
1: they'll need the guidance, and you might be actually be heading this way.
0: But like, mm-hmm. I think it's really helpful, and I did this to to like send compassion to these emotions. Yes, like mm-hmm. I, I finally made that transition, like with my depression and sadness, and all mm-hmm. That. Mm-hmm. I like would send it compassion. I would yep. send it love, like because I could feel it really physical and really distinct places in my body. It Absolutely. It was not all over. It was For sure.
1: And that's it, where it's stored. Okay, and
0: what's interesting, I don't mean to... Interrupt. No, that's fine. So, you know, the energy centers of the body, which some people don't believe in. Oh, my mm-hmm. God. I don't know if I ever told you about this, but it would travel. Liter- I mean, literally, Liz.
1: Through so the chakras? Like,
0: I could feel, yeah, I could yeah. feel it in my heart. Yeah. And then all of a sudden... Like a day later, I'd feel it in my solar plexus. Now, I don't sure. know if that was good and that there was movement. It was if there was healing, but. And then in the beginning, before I really talked about things, I'd feel it in my throat sure. chakra.
1: Sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, where do you think this term broken heart came from? Well, true. Literally. Yeah. You, your heart right. is in pain. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So, what mm-hmm. helped for me was like
0: to. to Kind of like what you what you're talking about, but to like really send it, just like compassion, like, without
1: a doubt. And you know. and if you can do this with a therapist, it's even better to guide you. But yeah, um, what's the met? And then the then and, and then you want to what is the figure out what is the message being sent to you. Feel it and write it down for like ten minutes. So take a piece of paper with mm. you and write down. Even if you feel you have nothing to write, right. pen to paper is cathartic. It'll come yeah. and it'll come fast and just keep writing. Just keep writing, mm-hmm. writing. I feel I feel, mm-hmm. I feel, I feel, I feel, I feel, I feel. You know? And then the point is after that is to share it. Share it with somebody that you trust. Share it with a piece of paper. Describe it in detail um, your experience. Share it with your therapist. Um, whatever. Share it somehow. Mm-hmm. You don't have to tell somebody, but you can share it with your paper that you're writing it on. Right. But it's been exposed. It's been written. Mm-hmm. It's been told. And then here we go again with the let it go. Visualize your trauma and letting it go. And you can burn it. Yes. Yeah. You can mail it. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't keep it. Right. Don't keep it. Throw it away somewhere. Get rid of it some way. But have so, some sort of ritual connected mm-hmm. to it that is a deep, intense ending for you. Right. And I think that's an excellent exercise. Mm-hmm. What do you think about that? Do you think you could do that?
0: Oh, definitely. I mean, mm-hmm. and I I kind of have without being, you know, so conscious of it or deliberate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Um, But, oh, you know, we, I wanted to go back real quick to um, survivor's guilt if we have time. I f- yeah. That is one other thing that, okay. um, you know, people hold on to it and they don't want to yeah. let go of things because mm-hmm. they feel like they'll dishonor someone who's, yeah. you know, like say if, you know, you're in war and uh, the rest of your platoon has been killed mm-hmm. and then you survive, uh, people tend to... Or someone dies, you know, like someone your child. Or, yeah. you know, there's, there's all these things where, you know... People just hold on to them. Yeah. But at the end of the day, you really have to say, is this serving me? Yeah. That's the truth. Or if you let go of being angry at someone, sometimes people think, well, then it's I'm dismissing the bad thing that they did. Mm-hmm. It, mm-hmm. it gets them off the hook. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, it all goes back to is is it a shame, regret, mm-hmm. all of that guilt. Is Mm -hmm. it serving you and is it serving you in present day.
1: Yeah, and you know, I deal with that, you know, with letting go of the past. And this is it goes along with grief Mm -hmm. and trauma and death. Um, A lot of people that have lost somebody they love, like you said, feel they're doing them a disservice by moving on with their lives. Right. But like we were listening in the car and like we've Mm -hmm. talked about, you know, a tree doesn't think about losing its leaves and dying off. And my husband will say that summer's almost over. Oh, gosh, I'm like, Mother Nature's just preparing to take a rest Mm -hmm. you know and the beauty that comes from winter is going to be here yeah it's going to be a lovely thing it's time for rebirth you know Mm -hmm. and with that we have to have the cycle of life where things you know they die and they come back now that's not going to help any mother who's lost a child i don't mean it that way or flippantly like that Sure, sure but living as though it was just yesterday Living in this dark past of um, I need to not move on, or I'm discrediting mm-hmm. their life, mm-hmm. is what holds back you, holds back your family, and anybody that you encounter as mm-hmm. a friend. Because I've seen so many people that are just living in a hole and don't don't ever move past their past. Yeah. So I guess the point we're trying to make here today is these were some great little. <laughs> you know, anecdotes and thoughts and feelings on how to move past that I hope we described well enough. If not, you can always find us on Instagram or Facebook to ask us another question about it. But make a decision to let it go. Express Mm -hmm. your pain in detail. Writing is an excellent way to do it. Stop being the victim and blaming other people and find out what your responsibility is. Mm -hmm. Next, you've got to have forgiveness. Give forgiveness to yourself. Yes. Give forgiveness to the universe Whatever it is It doesn't mean you're a perpetrator Or whatever has happened to you is forgiven It just means that you want to get on with your life Focus on the here and now, and don't let this dictate the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. And that's what this does. We can't let something that has happened as a child dictate the next 60 years or something that has happened recently or a divorce dictate what we have left. Right. And, so,
0: yeah, so it's changing your narrative or your story. It sure is. You know, rewriting it.
1: Rewrite your story to one that you want to be proud of and be happy. And you know what? A curveball is always going to come your way. Mm-hmm. We're always going to be talking about this. So this is something that you need to keep with you. And that, that, um, trauma exercise I gave you is excellent. Mm-hmm. Write that down. Give it to your therapist. Have her work or him work through you with that. So you have the support, mm-hmm. which is, which is something you also need there. Right. You need the support of somebody. So if you have somebody else to share this with, the load comes off even easier. And then we can put that healthy pink stuff in there and get rid of all that black shit. <laughs> you know what there i'm saying go. right so uh, right. i have another wonderful hour jules yeah thanks for being Flew here by. girlfriend yeah. You you're my buddy i'm glad <laughs> you're here you always help me um yeah, thank you to my julie and jessica my engineer um today our outro is going to be uh, once again my brother danny and it's called funkin And it is an excellent song. Great to dance to. Let me add that. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, Happy weekend to everybody and Friday the 13th, one of my favorite days. And from my heart to yours, be good to you, please. And namaste. namaste.
0: The show, we I right. great with my boss. Heading to the bar for some beer and some fuds. Congratulating, back slapping,
1: cracking some smiles. Gotta get out. It's- Took her for a ride Went for a test drive